Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. playing a little music to relax you because look we have to relax stop i already started the show before you did so we have two shows going at the same time so here we are mike and alex or alex and mike we're calling this the am show with alex and mike so go ahead take it away bro uh, that's funny because i had you muted for half of that rant so i could do my own rant on my uh intro so see how this works it's the power of the microphone it's the power of the mute button he's now yeah. calling me a mute hey <laughs> i i want to play a little relaxing music because i'm all wound up as usual this morning um yeah it's, it's, it's all about alex go ahead no I, these fireworks literally were right next door last night right yeah next door and i thought like i was in a i thought i had to go to a bomb shelter that's how bad it got so i'm not sure when this is going to end but we're in this for a long haul here in new york why does it start so early i don't know some people have been saying this is just coordinated between 8 p.m and 2 a.m to keep people on awake and they have people lose sleep i don't know okay 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 time out let me rephrase the question Mm-hmm. Why is it starting this many days before the Fourth of July? Is this a an ordinance you guys have, or that's my, <laughs> that's my question? My Jeez. well, well, let me tell. Well, I wish you specified it, brother. Can't you, but... can't you read my mind? No, I can't. Thank but I'm God glad you, you can't. Uh, I'm glad you. <laughs> I'm glad you asked that because. Um, what I think happened was they started to see how in front of the White House a few weeks ago during the rioting phase, they were shooting off fireworks right in front of the White House. And I always thought that was like a warning shot, a signal that they were going to do something. And so I'm like, maybe they got this idea here in New York to just blow them up wherever. I was hearing that they were shooting them wow. off from one one outside one police plaza. I mean, so this is how... Uh, insane this is getting some say this is a government effort i don't know entirely i do know there are external forces because these kids wouldn't be able to afford these big fireworks that they're shooting off so someone seems to be busting them in or trucking them into communities so they could shoot them off and now 
we're dealing with this. So it, it's become a crisis a little bit here. Well, we did get some calming uh, medication for our little Chewini because she, yeah, she freaks out when the fireworks start. So. Have there been a lot by you in Iowa or maybe not as much? I don't know. No, but uh, Annie Wallert Cook has purchased a lot. So. Probably shouldn't have said. Probably shouldn't have said that. But well, that's the other well, they're thing. They're legal. They're they're legal, but not this early. You're where not are they shoot the mafia? The other question is, where are they coming from? Like, where, is this Pennsylvania? I know Pennsylvania, New Jersey. They sell all these fireworks. New York does not, so I'm sure oh. they they bring them in from oh. other states. Oh, we actually have big tents set up in Boone, Iowa, where you can go buy your fireworks. How's Interesting. Look, how does it look in the Midwest sky, though? I mean, even if it's not July 4th, does it look nice on your end when they shoot them off? Oh, yeah. Actually, I like sitting out in my front porch. I'm, I'm looking forward to a, to a really big show. Uh, I'm sorry that there are folks that are, you know, like yourself, I mean... Did you? I don't get it. So are they legal in New York State? They're not. I don't think they're even legal in New York State. No wonder you're. No wonder you're ticked. Well, I'm also ticked because when you shoot them right next to my house, what am I going to do? Like, be okay with that? I can't be okay with that. Wow, it's an interesting problem. Because let's say well, you're a, I'm, you're a I'm, victim. I'm not a victim either. <laughs> but I will. <laughs> I will. Tell I'm sorry. You. I. I I, I posted in the, on the on Black Lives Matter Ames post yesterday, and boy, did I raise a ruckus. Ooh, I said men, uh, hashtag men too, and the point I was trying to make oh, is yeah. men. Yeah, and, well, I got chewed up for that. So today's well, program is don't hashtag me neither too. I don't know if you just came up with that or that's been in your back pocket for a yeah. while. Yeah, no, I just just this morning because of something you posted. Don't hijack someone else's victim status. That's today's show. Oh, you mean like, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, no. And, and that's what the movement believes. If you say all lives matter, they believe you're hijacking their victim status. Exactly. That's Yeah. Yeah. Alex, that's my point. Just because I look stupid doesn't mean I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I know you're not. I listen to you sometimes. Doesn't mean I'm not stupid. Oh, um, I get it. You followed that. Damn. <laughs> what is going on? Anyway. This is great. No, I, but uh, <laughs> I you made me lose my train of thought. Oh, yeah. Well, the meaning there, too, came about because I didn't know that Indians were serving on the Confederates. I have to look into that one, too. Like, there's, I, I believe this whole time period, huh. even since we started podcasting since April, in a span of three months, has been a bigger education than I've ever gotten in the school system. <laughs> and I love well, my schools, don't get me wrong, but I always thought they taught us Confederate versus Union, and that was it. They didn't talk about the factors that served in it. They just said, wow. Union was bad, Grant was great. Uh, <laughs> you know, though it, it was very cut and dry. Now we're seeing in the last two months an education that... Uh, an education that no one has really seen or gotten. And then, um, when you post something a little bit wrong, you're also still uneducated in some people's eyes, which is just mind-blowing to me. It's like, what, I can't post that there was a surrender? I think these surrenders that happen, 
are the most important positive moments of the Civil War. When all these, you know, when the Union won, that was the big, one of the biggest moments in our history. And I will stick to that to the end of my time. It reminds me of a song. Mm. I surrender all. I surrender all. All to Jesus, I surrender. Mm. I surrender all. So the surrender was a big deal because I mean, it brought I mean, about some I peace. Think, I think all these surrenders are a big deal. I mean, when 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 they happen, even wow. if it's... And by the way, guess when it happened? Three days after Juneteenth. So I told you the other day, we're going to continue the conversation after Juneteenth. <clears throat> There's my first example. Uh, by the way, for those who don't know what I'm referencing... Uh, yeah, bring it. us. Why don't you bring us up to speed on this, Alex? Like you accused me earlier of not doing properly. Cherokee Chief and Confederate General Stand Weighty surrendered at the close of the Civil War, American Civil War. One of the last Confederate commanders to do so. So I don't know. People say, "Well, that's after the fact," but to me, they could have resisted. They could have kept going. But I think surrendering means you recognize that you lost and you wanted peace now so that's good that's a good thing it is i just wrote down all surrenders matter and, wow. and no but, but no but what you're saying is it's i remember many years ago when i was a little kid we were throwing rocks at this guy's house right and we knew he was a police officer but we threw rocks at his house anyway and then took off running how Hal Brimstone. No, Hal. Never mind. I don't remember anything. Anyway, so I remember taking off running, and this guy was a big guy, but he could run faster than me. He stopped, He grabbed me. Mm. He got me. And and before he grabbed me, I turned around and I said, I give up, I give up, I give up. Right. And, and uh, after that, we became fairly good friends, actually. Well, that's pretty cool. So I guess you, you surrendered um, to him. Yeah, that was the whole point that I surrendered. And but and I guess you're also trying to say you could, you didn't have to, but you did. Or I don't know how to say that. No, I I pretty much had to because he was outrunning me, man. I was I was doomed. Was he in you fit can... shape then? I guess or was he what? Was he fit? Like was he he was he was pretty fit as an officer? Or did he have a lot of donuts? Or... Um. <laughs> wow. He was a victim of donuts. That's it. <laughs> Uh, Hal Briley. Hal Briley. I remembered his name. That's bizarre. Wow. And no, I can't even remember. you got your memory still, so that's good. Yeah, but my wife's current wife's name isn't Lisa. Well, that's a, that's a personal problem, Michael, I think. It, it, it really, it really is. Anyway, so let's focus back to what we were talking about. Well, what were yeah, we talking about? All surrenders matter. I like that. Because I, I don't know. I just think they could have kept it going, but they didn't. And they. I think the problem is when you start talking about Confederate surrenders. Oh. Some might see you as uh, showing the good side of the Confederate. No, I'm just saying they freaking, the war ended, and that's the most important thing to me. I'm not a Confederate sympathizer, but I will say these surrenders should not even be politicized. They should be honored and said, yes, finally, there was peace within this battle. Now, get this. Mm -hmm. This is so cool, because the post that I made on this BLM page was more about, um, in fact, I only responded once because the person said, well, it seems to me, Mike, that you are, that, uh, and I said, seems, quotation marks, and I said, um, 
I, I think I, I rest my case or something. And then at the end of it, I said, love covers a multitude of sins. Have a great day. And that's where I left it. 93 comments later, all of them chastising me. I finally just deleted the post. But here, I, to be a, to be a blessed are the feet of the of the peace bringers, the peacemakers. Mm-hmm. And here, nope, ain't gonna happen. And don't you be jacking my victim status. And then someone, yeah, and someone had an issue with me saying I'm going to work on rebuilding it, rebuilding the history on my page as these different dates get recognized. Because you know what, they could tear the physical stuff down, but we gotta somehow say no. This is our history. And good for you. Maybe I'll do a more of a series of how the Confederates got to be the way they were. And, uh, and I'm the sympath- you know, and the Union, too. Wow. Because here's what's going on. We're just saying that part of time never mattered, which I think is kind of or not never mattered. I don't know how to say it. Um, it's like they're Could angry at that part of time, but they're also trying to erase it at the same time. It's isn't it a strange time to be alive i mean would you ever imagine there's such a it, and when you're talking and about by the, the way they're doing all this is we're locked in just an fyi who's locked in well i mean the city's in phase two but people still have yet to really get out and about so huh. it's, it's it's like what, I, what i'm saying is they're still doing this while some people are still home and not i mean i Oh. I wish they would try and do this while people were out and about. We would see the the courage then, you know. Well, and 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 along with that, I have been wondering about the five uh, G towers because isn't that what's? I saw a post about that the other day, uh, not on Facebook, but literally a a, a paper posting on one of the um, one of the light poles. I didn't really get to see it, but I'm like, oh, they're catching on to this too. I don't know. Something's making us all freaking crazy, though. Something is making us, not all, some people crazy. Well, it's getting old, and a lot of people are in agreement that it's getting old. Because what is it really and, accomplishing? It, it, it doesn't accomplish much. It makes them look so radical uh, that they want to occupy these different territories. My episode today is called Chaz, Baz, and Faz, the Fireworks Autonomous Zone, because... I think they've set up zones where they can just shoot off fireworks wherever they like, and I, I'm I'm not happy with that. At the same time, you've still got the Seattle thing going on. Then last night, the Black House, the Black House Autonomous Zone, uh huh, outside the White House, trying to take yeah. down Andrew Jackson. Yeah, I mean, the guy had his flaws, but we're talking about our beloved White House, and I really believe what's going to happen is eventually. Someone's going to be like the Brits and burn down the White House and we'll have to renovate it again. It seems very intense like that, that someone could actually try and do that now. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a mess. And where's security in all this? I mean, thank God the Washington PD was protecting and getting them out of there yeah. as soon as yep. possible. But ultimately, where's the security on all this? I mean, I don't see any... What do you think that do you think that you mean security as far as the White House? I mean police. I don't see much police outside of the White. I mean, beside the White House, I don't see police anywhere else out on the streets trying to fix this and 
I think a lot of them are afraid to do their job because they're going to get chastised for doing their job. They're going to get chastised. <laughs> get it? I love that. Yeah, I love especially because there was huh? an issue in there too. But chastised, I like that. Chastised. I'm I'm trying to stay coherent. Co- You're trying to say upbeat, and here I am trying to just hammer everything down because I'm so in like a stage of not calmness. So I need to calm down. Okay. Yeah, it's not even. I mean, it's it's only twenty two minutes after seven here in Central Iowa. I know. You got a long. When I start talking about all this, it just it just it just. And and you know what? I got to throw this in there. I I owe you an apology. Hmm. You start off the show. You are so freaking excited, and you're like, "Oh my gosh!" And I'm like. Tone it down, dude. No, that's you. That's your. That's me. You have a tremendous. I just hope you don't have some kind of a cardiac infarction or some. That'll be on YouTube Live one day, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why I want to be viral able- than anything I've ever done. That's why I want to be able to record, so I don't have to rely on you. Hmm. For this stuff. That's why I'm also now doing my own. By the way, just as a side note, if yes. I can throw in a side note, sure. yesterday, <laughs> this is hilarious. Yesterday, you know, we I did the first uh, uh, our our podcast together kind of thing. Oh yeah, yep. Okay, so uh, when I break it down, both are getting quite a number of plays. Now, what would happen if it had the video to boot? We would be off the charts, maybe. I don't know. Maybe and maybe not. I don't know. But I just want to tell you that it's, uh, yeah, there was 31 downloads and nine live plays yesterday. That's incredible, man. That's, it's, that's it, awesome. it is pretty amazing. It, it it really is. And, you know, what to do with this newfound, uh, I know you're raking in money. Um, yeah, hand over really, fist. really, really, really <laughs> coming on in here. I mean, it's just a... <laughs> It's like casino where all through the vents, the money's flowing through, you know. Uh, oh, really? No, oh, that I'm reminds kidding. me. You gave me some a movie to watch, and I haven't. Never mind. I'm trying to focus. You know, De Niro Saving... and Pesci were in all those movies, and I truly believe when um, Martin Scorsese did The Irishman, he wanted to just recreate those moments with them. So he CGI'd them forty years younger, and it just looked kind of weird at the end of the day. I, yeah, I watched that. It was kind of interesting. And I thought. Good. And now, when he's not on camera, Robert De Niro kind of just is mumbling on and, and ranting and <laughs> raving more so. Which is sad. I, I always thought he had his mental composure. But uh, now he's like trying to say, I'm going to hit Trump. And I'm just like, I thought you were Robert De Niro. the, the you know. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's angry. But he's looking unhinged a little bit, and that's what scares me the most about it. It's like, well, and that's what folks are trying to say that's going on with, uh, you know, Trump. He looks very disheveled as he got off his whatever after the rally. I hate to say it, but I look like that after my prom. That's how much work I put in on the dance floor then. <laughs> wow. Now that's people that don't know you don't realize how. Humorous, that actually is. I did. <laughs> so, 
Okay, you, well, I'll tell you this. You kill, you kill me. <laughs> so I'm in the middle of the dance floor and during New York, New York, hands <laughs> on my crutches, kicking my one leg in a circle. <laughs> Mom comes in to pick me up. I got like the jacket, on, uh, you know, like Sinatra jacket on my finger <laughs> like that, shirt unbuttoned. I was just like <laughs> having a ball. That was, I'll never forget that moment. Uh... Well, good for you. So when I saw Trump, I'm like, yep, we've all been there, man. We, we've all been in yeah. that state of mind. I, I, I don't. Getting, I think he's getting I, tired. I I, he just looks a bit. He looks a ha- bit tired. A bit haggard. And I don't think it's health. I think it's just because he's getting beat up all over the place. How can someone. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? No. You know, that's why after I posted that thing on that uh, BLM page, I just had to do my very best to just it's it's kind of like drop the which wasn't a bomb it was supposed to have been a a peace offering and right. it turned into no you're just trying to you're just trying to steal the me too thing mm. and my 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 hashtag men too had to do with not having a a, a well maybe not having the dingle balls to say no, we're gonna have that baby. We're not gonna abort that child. That's and got, guys do take a lot of crap. I mean, so it's not just women. Men have periods. Jeez. Well, and as far as that tone of the hashtag Me Too, I mean, people don't like to say it, but men are sometimes coerced into certain things too, and they don't want to talk about that. The tone, a little bit of it little bit of a, a tingling up the legs the tone so what's interesting is how somebody and I, I i get what you're saying but for for me to post hashtag men to exclamation point the tone was referenced and then the word well it seems like mike yeah well it may seem like that to you but because you don't know the whole story and i'm not going to put the whole story out there for everybody to pick it apart i'm just saying we all got crap going on in our lives. Don't just say, yeah, but our crap is, is worse because of what I, we all got crap going on. Just mm-hmm. quit it. Oh, and you would freaking think after COVID people would understand more positive outlooks and they just don't, they just do not. Well, what I've been watching is building the perfect squirrel proof bird feeder video. <clears throat> Well, so that's the thing. Our squirrels can't get into the bird feeder we have outside. It's just, it's, it's quite squirrel proof, actually. You actually have a, mm-hmm. you have a squirrel, it works? I, they've tried, they haven't been successful, so I'm guessing Is this works. one that you purchased, like, online? Yeah, I think so. Oh, well, it's way off the subject, but interesting. Because this guy, this video of his has gone absolutely viral. Aren't these animals incredible, though, the way they try and negotiate yes. into this thing? I, they use their claws and everything. It's amazing to see. And their teeth, and, too. And, and this, this guy has these various, like he's got one of those ropes, mm-hmm. you know, that are just tied at the at the ends, a little ladder. And okay. they're trying to negotiate this thing, and they're flipping upside down. And, and then if they stay too long on this one platform, right. This is the first real summer since 2013 I've been home, and I've never noticed the wildlife as intense as it is right now. So think about what's coming from this. There's some good coming from all of the stuff that's going on, yeah. isn't there? 
Yeah, I think there is. I mean, this connection is because of all this stuff going on when you think of it, right? So, well, I think that's, I don't know if that's a positive. Well, it seems to have invigorated the radio, the podcasting masses, so that's good. <laughs> uh, yeah, that too. But Oh, Ed's on, Ed's on tonight at 8, by the way. I know he is, and I, I was thinking of interviewing him today too, but maybe later in the week or something as a show promo for him. Well, I was gonna. I was thinking about interviewing this gal that had the Black Lives Matter post. Well, why don't but you go I, for it? Uh, because I decided it's. Uh, I don't know. Because I have bigger fish to fry. I think we all do. By the way, I gotta share. I did not share yesterday's podcast on my page, or I gotta do that about Bolton now. This today. Sometimes I just am, am so caught up in other things I don't push this out as much as I should. What do you mean? I don't share it as much as I should on my social media. The, you know, after the segment's done, I just kind of let it sit there and it just sits there. But I kind of want to move the, the thoughts along to different people and see what they say. Well, what if what they say is not good? So what? We just do it again tomorrow, maybe a different way. I don't know. I never so it's not so it's not a case where you're expecting people to just immediately jump on board and Oh, I don't know if they listen or not, but to me I feel like I'm repressing my thoughts and your thoughts by not sharing it out there and I want to share it out there. So Oh, now that I am totally on board with. That I get and that's why there's been this kind of renewed because if I've got God's word on it, I'm going with it whether it ticks you off or not or yeah. it ticks me off. Yesterday, my wife and I, we had a doozer. Did I tell you about the, the yeah, the courageous thing that we ended up signing? Yeah, I don't know. Well, there's from the movie Courageous with your buddy Kirk. Okay. Cameron. Uh, I, I, that, I, I officially signed it with my calligraphy pen, which I don't calligraphy very well. And the 99-year-old neighbor lady signed it along with my wife as witnesses. And so yesterday I had to, I was like, I told you this, you're opening up a can of worms by bringing this to me now. Okay. Because it says that I will, as the spiritual leader in this household, mm -hmm. help you learn God's word. It's like, mm. oh my gosh. Uh oh. Submit woman, get down there and pick up that dirt. It ain't like that in the Myers household, though. No way. But what some interesting things happened. It was just an interesting yesterday. It was it was quite a it was quite a day. Every day I hear you on the show. You're like, it's an interesting yesterday. And then it seems like you always got something interesting going on. I mean, I was exhausted mm. because of the emotional drainage. Now, I also have a sore. No, I'm kidding. I told, I told, I, I said, I showed Laura last night. I said, that's what Alex does. I'll say something. He'll just go. <sighs> uh, you know, because your, your quick wit yeah, is like the naked gun. I swear to God. I just see you. You're funny. You're almost like Leslie Nielsen in a way. In some I, but I think it, you know, I was going to, I was, oh man. I just need to keep on being me, but maybe not quite so. In your end, though. Mm. I heard that. I ignore it, and I move past it. 
My wife is getting better at that. My wife is getting puberty at 66. <laughs> What's next? I know what isn't next. Usually it's puberty and then. <laughs> oh, my. God. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, it means you're young at heart still. So that, 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 that's. Oh, that'll get me in trouble, which is okay. Which is so, okay. Anyway, so what else is on your? Uh, what's, what what's else? On that's your... that's pretty much it. I I just am tired of the Chaz, the Baz, and the Faz. <laughs> I'm tired of the. Um, also, I'm looking at a book that I need to start reading together on my show. You know, I'm really quick to read all this stuff. Sarcasm. I'm not that quick to read, but I should be. Um, sarcasm. Yeah. You have a book about sarcasm. No, no, no. I was being sarcastic oh. that I should be reading. Oh. That I really am going for reading when I really am not yet. But hopefully. Yeah, you are. You read, like, stuff from the Bible. It made me feel really inept, inadequate, less less holy like you are. By the way, at least only one... Uh, uh, Ed Delgado gave me an angry face when I posted... Uh-oh. That, that mothers who care... Uh-oh. Who take on the dad's role also should be recognized. I actually, you know what? I I was going to post something similar because many times that is dumped on mm-hmm. the mom. Yeah. So you got an angry face from Ed. And then I realized, um, well, maybe why, but I don't think so. I don't. I don't know exactly why. But then I realized, oh, maybe I was, you know, also involving lesbian parents, and that's true too. I mean, they take on the father role. I mean, there's, there's no doubt, there's no denying that too. But I didn't think of it so, that time. Okay, so, so let me throw this, throw this out there. <clears throat> so does that sway your, uh, does that sway your opinion? Well, because be- you got an angry face. No, no, no. And actually, good, it, good, it good, good. And increased my opinion thinking of that because I have two cousins, my cousin and married a woman, and they have two great kids. And um, they're doing great up in New Hampshire. So, yes, I, I will include the lesbian parents as well. Now, I think it would be kind of interesting on Mother's Day to say that dads take the mom role. But sometimes that's the case, too. I mean, we, we are so cut and dry with Mother's Day and Father's Day, we forget about all the intricacies that are going on in families. And maybe it's time we recognize that and bring healing to the fact that not every family is, is, is truly traditional. Um, some mothers leave, some fathers leave. You know, it's just, it just it can work both ways. Oh, yeah, it reminds me of the Cheers song. The, you know, yeah, the, yeah, I, I guess. yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the. I think that's one of the most exciting things about getting out and going to places where there, uh, where real life is happening, even though it's messy. Mm. And to be able to make you know um, friends with folks that otherwise you wouldn't because they don't fit your, I don't know, criteria for being friends. Right. Yeah. Well, by the it's way, re- it's really interesting. And I think one thing that's that that's happened w- between with the friendship that I have with Ed is I love Ed dearly and I know Ed loves me dearly, but mm-hmm. we definitely agree to disagree. And I'm not I just want it to help cement. Like you said, it cements more why I believe what I be- I believe that 
you need a mom and a dad, but it's not always that way. So am I going to go throw rocks at people that don't have that set up? Right. We can chastise people in, in the broken home scenario. No. And also, um, on the other side, I think the Democrats kind of hijack those situations, too. And it's like, oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Just like I hate to say Christians yep. are too, both sides. And so here we are, you and I are here saying, let's just look at the reality of this and focus on that instead of trying to politicize, trying to pe make people a pawn. You know, we can't do that anymore, especially in this kind of time. Well, and I think the other part of the problem is you start doing that and now you're trying to, you know. Can you imagine look, a kid's life and you're trying to score political points for a kid's life? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. It's like, no, the kids needs to be raised by whomever and will be raised by whomever. And as long as they're keeping them and treating them safely, that's all that matters to me. Uh, and, and I am in a, oh boy, whew, man, that brings up something else. Wow. Um, I, 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 I just got a lot of thoughts going on right now. But what I was going to say is, and I'm sure this didn't go over well on yesterday's podcast, but not everybody. Oh, we're going to get into this issue, Mike. Look, bottom line is Jesus chooses us. We don't choose him. Mm -hmm. Why he chooses some and doesn't choose everybody. Everybody's got the offer. Here's an offer you can't refuse, but if you refuse it, this is the way things are going to pan out. Well, that's not right. Gee, what an egotistical God he is. I didn't set this up. He did. And if you're not okay with it, I'm really sorry, but I'm more and more understanding why. You know, for instance, somebody said, well, my my parent, they're just love. That's what they are. That's just That describes them. When I think of my parent, I think of love. Then why do they hate me? You Something's mean your not kids. No, I'm not mentioning. No, no, no. my kids. Wait, so who no. are you? Other parent? I, well, I if somebody if somebody claims that, you know, okay, so well, wow, that's interesting. God is love, so why does God hate? Mm. And He does. He actually does hate. The Bible's pretty clear about that. Oh, he, he definitely hates. hates he, he hates, hates the point where sure. he flips the tables in the marketplace, right? So that's 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 the well, that's yeah, and that's when you're taking, you know, God stuff and and you're gonna make a living with God stuff. I think I've asked you this before. Is Iowa? I I always well, not always because I barely think of Iowa to be honest with you. But <laughs> when I think of Iowa, I do think Midwest. I think fire brimstone. Has it become a little less fire brimstone in your state, or is there still that kind of preaching in, in Iowa? And by fire and brimstone, you're talking about turn or burn. Reminds me of a song about Madonna. <clears throat> okay. What no, I get you. Um, I, 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 no, I think there's still some fire and brimstone. Yeah. I, I still think there are a lot of preacher people that will not compromise the truth and that's what has been so exciting as of late it's like look you may not agree with what i'm saying mm -hmm. and i that's that's like and to keep on bringing up this this thing of 
you know, Ruth Ann and I have been having a tryst for six years and you guys knew about it, but you said, oh, well, that's not a big deal because after all, let's just have sloppy agape. And no, you need to call me on the carpet. You need to call me on the carpet. If you really love me and care about me and love my wife and care about my wife and you love God and you care about God and other people, you're going to call me on the carpet. It is wrong to be living that way. I think it's alarming just to hear of that idea. I, to me, that's alarming. You're having a tryst behind Lars. Back. Like, that's an alarming thing to hear, if you ask me. Well, even, and, and I apologize to Laura twice now for even bringing that up. All right, well, and now that, that'll be three times. <laughs> well, no, because she, she, doesn't, she doesn't listen. I mean, she listens, but she doesn't listen to the podcast. She is going to be on one of these days, though. I'm looking forward to that. But then my but, question would be, why do you keep talking about it if it didn't, I don't Because I'm trying to make a point, and the point is, there is truth, folks. Okay, and, and, and it sounds so condescending when I put it this way, but you know the, the, that sign, is it, it's a, is it hexagonal? It's, okay. It's, it's red, and it has the word stop on it. That means to stop. It doesn't mean to yield, and God has laws, and his laws mean what his laws mean, mm. and if you're going to ignore those laws, you know, we got natural laws. What happens mm. when you try to ignore the, the, the natural law of gravity and see how that, I'll throw this rock way up, like a jart. Remember the old yard jarts that had the steel head? Uh, no, we used to, but... Well, way back in the day, we... It, We'd wait till night, and then we, a bunch of us would stand out in the backyard. <laughs> that's innocent fun, though. That's, that's that's stupid. That's innocent fun with throwing a yard dart way up in the air that's got a heavy metal spike thing that you could get hit with. That's stupid. Maybe, but at least you're not throwing it in a house. <laughs> no, we shot bottle rockets at, at the... You did? Chicken. I tried a bottle rocket once, and I loved it. Not of anybody, just as a test field, and it was kind of neat. Just like seeing that thing launch. I've got a bottle rocket song. It's the name of a song. But anyway, my point is, it, it, the, the truth is the truth. Well, it may be your truth, but it's not my... Oh. Wow. Okay, okay. I'm just throwing it out there. when you the Bible, there. you're not citing your truth. You're citing the truth, you know? And that's the exciting part about sticking with what God says. So when my wife has me sign this this paper, mm-hmm. and I said you you pushed it, and now I really need to be about what the, the, I sign. She said, well, "Get this, I love this." She said, "Well, maybe we should just take it off the wall and just put it hide it something." And I said, "No, no, 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 no. That's it's not that simple." Hmm. No, we're not just going to pretend it never happened. Right. Oh, this is back to your point about history. So we can't this just like pretend rules and that... regulations of marriage or something? Not really rule. It's more the role of what what my role is as a Christian husband. And it's a serious role. I mean, I've been asked to to take part in a very serious thing coming up here soon. And I have been asked for about three years now and i'm just like no no Mm. no and now it's finally like well you know what but the responsibility that can go with it is like i don't know if i want that why why are you chewing your headset there you know what i'm doing now 
What are you doing now? Stri- I'm striking a chord. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got to ask you then the submissive part because I know that that Pray kind of... Huh? Pray for me. Pray for me. I mean, but you're not one to make a woman submissive. I mean, you wouldn't direct that and say, well, God wants you to be this way. Or would you? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> it depends. I refuse to answer that question. Okay, that's fair enough. No, no, no. I, I, I think it's interesting because God says, husbands, love your wife. Lay down your life for your wife as Christ did for the church and wives respect your husbands. And my thing is, I need to give her something to respect. Now, she will love me. I think she'll love me if I step up to the plate and I am the kind of uh, husband and, and, and dad that I need to be. I mean, mm. but I haven't been that always, and I'm kind of a late bloomer. By the way, yes, uh, I was going to mention something about, I still have it up, Knights in White Satin, but I'm digressing. And by the way, that's kind of what the point was yesterday, right? Like, we have to, if we're going to call Trump out for putting Putin over the intel, intel agencies, we have to make sure that the intel agencies are worth relying on again. So I get your point with, if you're going to be this husband... And she's going to oh respect you. You have to give her something to respect. It's like a correlation. Thing. Oh, oh, that's an entire body organism. Who? Yeah. And it comes down to who we are as individuals. Mm-hmm. Am I somebody who can be trusted? If I'm going to say yes to something, then I better be giving my all to it. And yeah. if I'm not going to give my all to it, then I better not be saying yes to it and know that I'm not going to give my all to it. So don't say yes. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes, because now you're making me regret waking up late to do this hit sometimes. What? You're making me regret getting up late Why? to this hit sometimes. Because I should give it all my... If if I want to do this consistently, I should get up consistently every day and do it. So you, But you are. You are making... You know what? And that's why I earlier I, I told you I owe you an apology. You're, you have a passion to get the truth out there. You have yeah. a real passion. It's it's part of who Alex is. And for me to, you know, because like this morning, I was going to drag my feet on purpose because, oh, yeah, it's the, is it the Mike and <laughs> Alex show or is it the Alex and Mike show? Well, it's not the Ma show. It's the AM show because it's in the morning and it's the Alex AM and Mike. Show. So I gave you. Uh-oh. Hi, Mom. <laughs> anyway, right. yes. Am I in trouble? No, you're not. This is where my wife would say, why, do you have a guilty conscience? <laughs> anyway, no, no. So you were saying, say, saying? I, 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 I was so scared when your mom walked in. Because really my passion for this and I wake up and do it every day. And then, yeah. You, you, have you done that in the past? I mean, are you making progress? Yeah. Not perfection, I mean, but progress. That's one of the AA sayings. Even if it's not fully thought out, I don't want it to be fully thought out because I want to go <laughs> with it in the raw feeling of the moment. I mean, this is what it is. It's talk radio. If I wanted to script something, you know, I would do that. I'd do voiceover work. But this isn't voiceover work. This is really raw feeling. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've thought about doing <clears throat> the Christian's distinctive mark is love. It was what set the Lord Jesus apart from all the others. It was, oh, shut up. 
Jeez. By the way, 1995 <laughs> for the rest of this disc. Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For a minimum donation of <laughs> a free will donation of twenty dollars, we'll send you this this videotape. <laughs> By the way, I'm thinking of the, the the beginning of this convo with the autonomous zones, and I now realize how wild it is that they burned down an auto zone. And created an autonomous zone. See, I make these oh weird gosh. connections, and it's just like, wait, what? They burn down an auto zone and make an <laughs> autonomous zone? What is the? Why? Why do I come up with these connections? It's very weird to me. But... No, actually, I think there's a fine line between. Oh, I, I read this the other day. Enjoy your insanity. You're not insane. There's a fine line between someone who's insane and someone who, and I'm not saying you and I are geniuses. Right. Although I'm saying. Genius? <laughs> is that a smart horse? It's Donald stable. Trump. If you listen to him, he's a stable genius. Oh, he's a, he's a hoot. He is, you know, and sit there and listen to him. It's like, you know, the guy obviously is in love with himself. I mean, I, and uh, I really like Trump. I do. I just wish sometimes maybe he would. And my wife wishes sometimes I wouldn't say things, but she still loves me. God mm. still loves me. I'm sure sometimes he wish I wouldn't have said that. And I but didn't anyway. get to sports with you because there's so, so once you go on your show, I'm going to go a little bit longer because I just realized I have to vent about the whole baseball process. It's driving me freaking crazy. They now and I don't are gonna, know. They're going to mandate a 60 game season. Major League Baseball is because they can't even come to an agreement, a mutual agreement with the players. Huh. But baseball wants to come back so badly, they're going to mandate all these players and health conditions that we don't know about to play. And here's my thought on that. If you can't agree with anything right now on a contract, <laughs> 33 to 5, by the way, the players voted against the MLB proposal yesterday. Wow. And so the Rob Manfred, the commissioner, has to now mandate it. I'm looking at the bigger picture, though. You mandate this, you're going to cause such a big fracture with the players. They won't even want to play in 2021. So let's maybe make this a wash, get to the table, make a better deal for everybody, and then have a stronger 2021. Because the last thing we need after a season of half baseball is in a lockout the next year. We don't need that at all. So I'm... I'm a little tense about what's going on there. It's just ridiculous to me. Hmm. Well, it's interesting that you uh, know that much about all that stuff that, uh, you know, I, I... I told you, you know, this was going to be a year where they were going to be in Iowa. The Yankees and White Sox were supposed to play at the Field of Dreams in Iowa in, uh, oh, that's, in yeah. August of 2020, and that's not happening now. So. Dyersville, right? Yeah, I think wherever that field is, I don't know exactly what part of Iowa, but. Hmm. Yeah, it's a, I don't know. I'm still excited because I don't think any, 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 I don't think any of what's going on is taking God by surprise. And it's like, okay, so what are we as his kids? What are we, what are we doing with what's going on? And this is one of the things that's happening. Um, You know, and by the way, speaking of God, getting together. If yeah. these players really had any integrity, they would see that these nurses, these workers have been getting up day in, day out to treat people 
who have suffered from COVID, and yet here they are worrying about the money they're going to make for for a season. Oh. It's like, come on. Oh. And this whoa. is what happens in the younger generation. They feel entitled to get the whole pay for a 60-game season. And it's like, didn't you kids Didn't you kids grow up as kids who loved just the game, who loved just playing it, who loved being it? Where do we go from just loving the for the love of the game for for love of money and then the game? That's that's what I want to know, and that's what I I wish we didn't hype up money as much because I think kids got used to that idea of getting paid more than they maybe are deserving. You know, that's um, you know, it, and it keep it comes back to this: you can't serve money and God. You can't serve two masters. And so that's why I I think what you're doing with um, uh, one of <laughs> one of podcast greatest uh, podcasters myself, yeah, I think you're using me to to for financial gain, and I really think that we need to sit down and <laughs> and negotiate. some. No, I think what we're doing is fun. I think it's a blast. I, I love care. this. When I I can't to- believe. Do you remember how ticked off I would get because we'd go so long? And now yeah, it's like it's part that. of my it's part of my day. I know, it's literally right up to the the minute for you. Now, are you going to stay on that pod or are you going to start a new channel, a new feed after you we're done this? Are you rolling oh, on your feed? Absolutely. It's live as we speak. No I can't nobody's in the chat room that I can see, but But I'm and, and actually could well, you keep no, that up? I have you... I have another uh, I will I will stop this one. I will start up a new one which will be Entitled "Don't Hijack Someone's Victim Status" because I got chastised for that. And look <clears> what I'm doing: I'm hijacking the baseball players' millions of dollar loss to say they should play the game. Well, and you're doing it, and you're going to reap thousands of dollars in revenue uh, because of your podcasting. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I don't do it for that. Although I don't know, maybe one day. And get more involved with it. But right now, just getting people who are like-minded on this podcast. See, I, I, one last thought for me. We go after the celebrity too much. We want the celebrity too much. What yes. Happened to, what happened to those who are like-minded and just want to get your similar views out and can do it in a way that is so powerful, you know? Yeah, it's the celebrity pastor. Yeah, you're you're right. The, I mean, some and I and I I think it's fine that. And some might say, "Why are you interviewing your friend from college?" Well, because he's a very enlightened kid. He's a very he's thirty one, but he's enlightened. We've had deep conversations. I want those on my podcast. Over what you know, some Botox celebrity might say on my podcast. <laughs> wow, Botox celebrity, and they are okay still out with, there, by the way. But uh, okay with that. Adios, amigo. Remind me to tell you a joke tomorrow. Okay. I will remind you to tell me a joke tomorrow. Okay. Later. See you, brother. Be well. Yep. All right. As for me, I'm serious. The the New York Post today, and thanks, Mike Myers, Radio Hope, 9 a.m. Eastern. I'm serious, though. For the players' union uh, to reject this thing 33 to 5. For Rob Manfred now to have the season in his literal hands. And for him to possibly go ahead and say, yeah, we're going to do this. And if the players union agrees, I guess they'll do it. But this will leave such a fracture in Major League Baseball. 
And ultimately, maybe if they don't get it done, that's a good thing. Maybe it's time we just do what everybody else is doing, which is sitting at home, contemplating, reconstructing relationships. And maybe, just maybe, Major League Baseball could be no exception. Maybe they too could sit down and say, you know what? We don't like it. We don't want to be mandated. We do want a season in 2021. So let's look forward to that. I'd be interested in your thoughts. Alex.Garrett21, Alex.Garrett21 at Yahoo.com. We will, of course, see you tomorrow. But until then, Fitz Wong will be joining me later in the day. i got to get that interview together. And then we'll just take it from there. I'm Alex Garrett. Have a great rest of your Tuesday.